everybody. Welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today I'm going to be talking about feeling like a failure. So this topic is very current for me, and it's something that I've been struggling with lately, and so I want to be open and honest about that and also share with you some of the insights that I've had as I've been going through this experience that have been helping me in dealing with this. So to give you a little background, I started my coaching business six months ago, but I've been coaching for about two years through the Center for Social Confidence. So that's where my experience comes from. And then six months ago, I decided to also start my own business around my coaching skills. And part of what's been contributing to me feeling like a failure is not having the expected results that I wanted in six months. And lately, I've been really struggling with my expectations of where I thought things would be in my business and the reality of where things are in my business and having a lot of judgments about myself and about my capabilities and a lot of self-doubt and all of that stuff coming up. And as I've been going through that, of course, I'm such a self-help junkie. So I'm listening to podcasts and reading books and I'm also in a coaching program myself. And so I've been reaching out for support there. And I noticed some of the things that are contributing to me feeling this way. And also, I don't think it's productive to feel that way when you don't get a result that you want, whether it's in dating or your career or in your relationship and your family life, like whatever you're doing like whatever effort you're putting into something and it's not coming back in the way that you expected or wanted it doesn't help to be judgmental about yourself to feel like a failure to feel like a loser it's not supporting you in moving forward so the first thing that I realized was contributing to me feeling this way is my expectations of where I should be And it's really interesting because I just noticed that these expectations that I had about where my business should be in six months were not my own. I had just been hearing them all over the place in like podcasts, business podcasts, books and stuff about a certain amount of money that you're supposed to be making at some point or like they share testimonials of all these clients who got this result in this amount of time and Without really realizing it, I was comparing myself to them and using the same measuring stick for myself. So if these people were able to do this in six months, then that means if I'm not doing that, I'm failing. I'm behind and I'm not doing it right. And it was really interesting because I had a talk with a friend who is an accountant and it's tax season. So he's doing everybody's taxes and we were just having an interesting conversation about it and He was like, well, you know, the government knows that most businesses don't make a profit until two years in. And I was like, really? He was like, yeah, that's why there are these tax breaks and this stuff and this stuff to make it easier on you in the first two years. In fact, most businesses go in debt for those first two years and don't break even until two years after. And I was like, oh, my goodness, there is a completely different measuring stick that I could have been using to feel like a success. And I'm not saying that you need to compare yourself to other people who are doing worse than you or something, but it was just really interesting to see 
one expectation, which I was hearing about in podcasts and books saying that I was supposed to make like a million dollars in a year and look at this person who did that and look at this person who did that versus this tax preparer who's like, yeah, most businesses don't break even until the first two years. And by that comparison, I'm very successful because I've already made a profit in my business. So it's just interesting to see how based on who you're comparing yourself to, you'll feel like a failure or a success. And this also reminds me of something that I learned from Tony Robbins, which is that you get to create your own rules about what it means to be successful. For some people, being a minimalist with a very small home and not living in excess means they're being successful and doing what's right for society. For some people, having a ginormous mansion with 40 rooms is what it means to be successful. And you are the person who gets to decide what it means to you to be successful in any area of life. And it's important to not just take on other people's expectations as your own without really considering if you agree with that, if it's true, if it works for you, if it helps you, if it makes you feel good to compare yourself in that way and to have that expectation. You need to make that decision for yourself. So some questions for you to consider are, would somebody else be happy in your situation? Is your situation right now the definition of success for somebody else somewhere else in the world? What is your definition of success and how does that make you feel? And if it doesn't make you feel good, maybe you would consider changing it to something more productive, to something that helps you feel grateful now for what you do have. And then you can take action from that place. The second thing that I realized as I'm going through this myself is that failure or successful or loser or winner and all of these labels are just that. They're labels. And nobody is successful at every moment of the day in everything that they're doing in life all the time until the day, the day that they die. And in fact, sometimes success requires you to be a failure sometimes. For example, in my business, a lot of the things that I try or put out there don't succeed or don't have the desired result that I wanted from that. And that's actually very normal. And it's important for me to not put that out there with the expectation that everything's going to work And then when it doesn't work, call myself a failure and feel really discouraged. And this applies to dating as well. It's normal for you to go on a shit ton of dates and none of them work out. (laughs) That is to be expected. And if you're not expecting that, if you think every date should work out, you're going to think that you're a failure when that inevitably doesn't happen. If you think that a relationship, a successful relationship means never fighting or having disagreements and then you inevitably do have disagreements, then you're going to think that your relationship is failing and there's something wrong with it when really that's just part of the process of creating a successful relationship. You have to be willing to be a failure sometimes, to fail at things in order to reach whatever goal that you're after. So it's really important to realize how highly inaccurate labels are of any kind, whether you call yourself successful, beautiful, 
failure, loser, pathetic, like any label that you give yourself is incorrect because you are a human being and your personality and your events in life, like everything is fluid and changing all the time. You can't just smack a label on yourself and say, this is what I am. Some things you're successful at, other things you're failing at. Some things you're failing at now, but they're going to set you up for later success. So how can you say that this moment, like what you're feeling at right now, isn't actually you succeeding because it's leading to the success later on? You can't know what the consequences will be of what's happening right now in your life. Another thing that I've been reflecting on recently is a quote from Tony Robbins, which is, life is happening for you, not to you. And this really applies for any challenges that you're facing right now. Challenges can be a setup for a later success, or they can make you stronger or wiser in some way. I was just talking with a friend yesterday, actually, and she was just saying how she's so grateful for some of the most turbulent times in her life because that's where all of the greatest lessons were in her life. And another way of putting this is actually from Eckhart Tolle, and I love his books, by the way. I love his videos and Every time I listen to him, I just feel so calm. (laughs) But anyways, he has a famous saying, which is say yes to the present moment and see what happens. And it's basically another way of saying life is happening for you, not to you. And every time I remind myself of that, to say yes to what's happening right now, to go with the flow of what's happening in my life right now, whether it's positive or negative in this present moment, then I start to feel curious. Like, I wonder how this will unfold. I wonder what I should do. Like, what action is required of me in this moment? And it takes me out of all of the negative future scenarios that I'm imagining. And it brings me back to this present moment where I'm facing a challenge and I have to do something. And I feel a lot calmer whenever I think in that way, instead of just saying, oh, I'm a failure and feeling discouraged and thinking about my bleak future and all of that. (laughs) So lastly, I just want to remind you, I know it doesn't seem like it, but everybody is going through this in one way or another. Maybe not every moment of the day, maybe not to the extent that you're going through it right now, but this was so apparent to me the other day when I joined a woman's circle and we all went around the table and we spoke about a challenge that we're dealing with or a struggle, something like a setback, and everybody opened up about something in their life that is challenging right now. For some women, it was that they got ghosted. For another woman, it was that she was in debt for the first time in her life because something happened financially and now she's really stressed about the debt. For another woman, it's that she can't find a job. For another woman, it's that she's in her dream job, but she's underpaid. And for me, it's what I've been sharing with you right now. And it was so great to hear that. Not because I'm happy that they're doing bad or something, but I even told them like, it's really interesting how when I first met them, I kind of just assumed that they were doing really well and everything was perfect in their lives. And it's just great when we can be more honest with each other and support each other and help each other with the challenges that we're all facing. And 
with Instagram and Facebook and just people not being authentic about what's going on in their life, it can just seem like everybody's life is perfect all the time. And that's just not the case. We're human beings and we're all facing challenges. And if we rise up to them and face them, they can actually make us stronger and more successful in the future. And another last, last thing is that there's always going to be a new area of your life for you to conquer or like rise up to the challenge. For me, it once was dating. Like I once felt the way that I feel right now in business about dating. And so having had that experience of thinking that it was impossible for me to actually feel good about dating and to attract my ideal partner and overcoming it over a period of years and like not giving up on myself gives me more confidence to deal with challenges like business now because I make a lot of connections to dating and business. For example, I do networking and I don't attract every single person when I'm networking the same way I didn't attract every single person when I was dating. And so I'm drawing a lot from that experience as well of having overcome something that was so challenging for me at the time. And it just like it never stops paying off because it paid off, of course, in my dating and relationships, but it's also paying off now when I face other challenges. So that experience of having overcome my dating and relationship challenges and feeling like a failure at times as I was in that process taught me that that's part of the process. Nothing's gone wrong and eventually I'll figure it out if I just keep trying, if I just don't give up, if I keep educating myself, if I keep investing in myself, if I keep putting myself out there, if I try things and adjust my approach and all of that stuff, eventually I'll get the hang of it. And that helps me a lot. Thank you so much for listening today. If you want to get a copy of my free guide, it's called Copy and Paste Texts for When He's Pulling Away or Acting Flaky, check out the show notes. There's going to be a link in there for you to download that, and it's an eight-page guide, so it's really comprehensive and it will be massively useful if you are dealing with a guy right now who's acting flaky or just doing something that you don't like and you're not sure how to respond to that. Also, if you are interested in coaching, there's going to be a link in the show notes for that as well. There is an application that you fill out and then I will get back to you with a schedule where you can book a free call with me for an hour and we discuss your current dating and confidence situation as well as steps to move forward. Lastly, I don't think I've asked for this in the last like 20 episodes, but I would actually love for you to write a review for this podcast if you haven't already. If you are one of the people who listens to this podcast as soon as it comes out on Tuesday and Friday, please do leave a review. That would be super helpful to me and I just love reading them. It means a lot to me, especially when I'm going through shit like this. (laughs) Thank you so much and I hope you have an awesome day. Bye.